When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hello, you're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. I'm Corey, a.k.a. Bayou Benders, alongside Mason Dixon. And this is Habs Nightly, your hub for Habs content. Welcome back to another episode of Habs Nightly, folks. It sounds a little rushed. If you hear a little bit of speed in our voices, it's because we are uh, with within 40, 50 minutes of the Stanley Cup finals, final starting. Uh, with me today, we have on-site Mason. What is up, bud? <laughs> <laughs> Currently not on-site. I'm off-site. I've, I've got some nicotine laced into my voice right now due to my uh, chain smoking partner at work, but I'm happy to be here and happy to be what, like an hour away from watching Stanley cup hockey. Oh, uh, so, I mean, honestly, <laughs> last year, you know, we, there was the greatest for the Habs community um, as far as like going into it. Uh, but honestly for hockey in general, this might be uh, the best since a hot minute. So this one is uh, very integral, very big. The odds are against uh, Tampa Bay, which I no, think is not. crazy. No, uh, they're not. Well, on the on DraftKings, I don't we'll care what I don't care what the sports books. We'll said. get we'll get into DraftKings in a little bit, but we do have one bit of Canadians news to talk about. Don't know if you saw this today, but the Canadians agree to a one year deal with Otto Leskinen. Um, he's got a standard. Um, $750,000 contract uh, that goes down uh, 300000 if he goes to the AHL. Um, a little crazy people on Twitter, a little uh, confused considering uh, I believe we're pretty stout on left-handed defensemen, but this could be – what was that? It's just a depth signing age. That's, that's what I thought. That's what I thought too. I think it's further proof that you do not scroll through your Twitter feed enough because there is actually some big news in the Habs world today. Is it really? Fantastic. Well, I'm sorry. I wasn't like you. I wasn't on site, Mason. I was on on the field, out in the field, Corey, today. 
out in the field, Corey. What does that mean? I was in a bunch of coolers <laughs> with no uh, no reception. <laughs> like, oh. I have to download episodes or music before I get into the cooler. That way, they'll continue to play. Well, for anyone who's worked any sort of construction or fucking, you know, any landscaping or anything, You'll understand. I'm currently I serve my new job. We're in a con. We're we have a contract with the city, Corey. I'm sure you can appreciate this. Yeah. So it's a lot of half an hour to 25 minutes of backbreaking work, and then about 40 minutes of sitting in the truck saying "fuck it," the city's paying me. So yeah, but I've been scrolling. I've been scrolling the Twitter feed a lot the last couple of days, and <clears throat> it's come across that there's some Habs rumors. First and foremost, we think we touched on a little bit. There's rumors about the Habs maybe swooping in on the New Jersey Devils' second overall pick. Well, we've also heard rumors about Josh Anderson. Now, we know it's all but confirmed that Kent Hughes turned down a 2022 first-round pick and Samuel Poulin from the Pittsburgh Penguins. For those of you unfamiliar with Samuel Poulin, He's a uh, young defensive prospect, about mm-hmm. 20, 22. He's pretty good. Uh, I believe we talked about him. Yes. But to catch to catch us up even further, it's now been reported. Now, none of the big names have reported this, but a few minor Haps beat writers have. Apparently, there are conversations going on. The rumor mill, rumor mill in Montreal is saying that there are talks between three teams and the the uh, some of the assets in question are the second, the sixth overall pick, Josh Anderson, and some prospects. Now the three teams are, if you don't know what the picks, if you don't know based on the picks, the Montreal Canadiens, the New Jersey Devils, and the Columbus Blue Jackets. So the only thing I there's a lot to speculate here, and obviously these are just negotiations. We don't know what's going on. They could be done. Nothing could come of this. But I find it very interesting because we know that Kent Hughes has fielded a lot of calls from Josh Anderson, and we've heard what he's turning down. So it would make sense if the Montreal and Canadians were, say, looking at Columbus's sixth overall pick. Mm-hmm. And I can assume, I think one can assume that Columbus probably wants to move up in this draft. Um, so you think Columbus want. is going to grab Josh Anderson back? No, I think the Devils are going to grab Josh Anderson. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? I, I just think okay. it's a perfect okay. Now, three-way, three-way trades are almost impossible to facilitate, and they often fall through, and none of this is concrete. But, you know, what we can take from this is that we're grabbing the big fella. Montreal is listening and Montreal is active and they're trying to acquire more picks. They're trying to improve constantly. And Ken Hughes, I think is going to, it may not be this that he delivers, but I think we're going to have something delivered to us on or before draft day in terms of a trade. Wow. Uh, makes me a little nervous though. Uh, something like that, getting a second overall could be losing uh, a very stout prospect. Um, I don't think Montreal would trade for the second role. I think they want it, but I don't think they'd pay the price for it. Mm-hmm. I've heard that the price would start with 
a Suzuki, a Caulfield, or a Romanov, and Montreal doesn't want to part with either of those. Any three; those are the, basically the three untouchables on that Habs right. roster. Um. So yeah, I think the sixth overall selection makes more sense. And you look at the players that are available here. Now we've spoken about there. There doesn't appear to be, you know, there very well could be, but there doesn't appear to be a generational talent in this draft. However the top end of this draft is very deep. Now your top five is looking like top three looks pretty set in stone. Shane Wright, Logan Cooley, Slavkovsky in no particular order, right? Mm -hmm. Your top five is a little Simon Namich, David Yerichek, Matthew Savoie, um, Frank Nizar, uh, Cutter Gautier. There are a bunch of guys. If Montreal goes six, they could draft any one of those guys, right? And I think any one of those guys is a, a talent that's worthy of going in the top five of this draft. So picking up the sixth overall selection or even a top 10 pick in this draft would be just a huge victory for Montreal. Hell yeah. No, absolutely. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just sent you something uh, on Twitter. Um, no, any, even, even like, if even if it's like right outside the top five, you're still getting like a top five talent. Like one one to ten can still be considered a top five talent. There's there's so many variables. Like there's so many people that act that slip or or were just overlooked just a bit, and then they just turn out that much better. It's 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 you know it's just a call in the air. And any any if if we walk away with two in the top ten. That's fantastic. One and it could be one in 10 and we'd still have like a, one of the best outcomes. I think you're going to see, especially just the way this draft is made. And we'll, we'll have to do an in-depth. We'll do like an hour long special where we go through um, basically what I project to be the top 20. I've started on a list. I'm actually working on a project for this podcast it feels like it's been forever i worked on anything other than work or school but it's on the go so we'll get that going but what you know will be revealed to later when we talk about that what i can say now is that there are a lot of players that are going to fall in this draft class because it's so deep and Mm -hmm. players that are exceptional but have a quirk are going to be overlooked for players that, you know, are pretty similar because it's deep. You know what I mean? And yeah. don't have a, um, for fuck, what's his name? Of course the name, uh, totally evades me now. Um, but even a guy like Brad Lambert, who was projected to projected to go second overall for the last two years, you know, he's a phenomenal player, but I think he's going to fall. I really do. And because there are players who just have more, um, have done more this season, right? Yeah. And I think Montreal could definitely cap. I think one t- a team is definitely going to capitalize that on that. And I think Montreal could definitely be the team to do so. Hell yeah. Um, our buddy uh, FN Vini uh, just changed his shit to uh... – He's trying to troll uh, the Twitterverse. Uh, he changed his shit to Columbus, and he just posted uh, Josh Sanderson for the sixth overall confirmed. 
and uh the likes are, <laughs> the likes are fucking going ballistic right now um but yeah dude also no. sorry i remembered the name mm-hmm. lane hudson of the u.s national development program 32 points 27 games one of the best offensive defensemen in this draft also five foot nine and i think that's a player who is going to be drafted lower because of mm-hmm. his height. His anyway. height size. But especially in a draft like this, where you have defensemen like Kevin Korchinski, Dayton Matejchuk, um the other the, the Russian. Uh there's a couple the Russian. Outside, of, outside of Simon Nemich and David Jerichek, who are indisputably the top two, there are other good offensive options. Lane Hudson's gonna be a guy who falls. And if you have a pick you know, in the twenties or in the teen, mm-hmm. late teens, you're going to capitalize on that. Absolutely. Um, well, man, uh, well, man, but sorry, I guess what we can add to that is what do you think? <laughs> I guess after going through all that, what are your thoughts about um, Montreal potentially? Cause I think it seems pretty likely uh, as much as you want, you like Josh, Anderson and know we we're not super fans but we do and we I, we both agree that he brings value to this team and that he most importantly he wants to be here but I think it's you know I don't want to say brutally ob- obvious but let's be honest with ourselves that's a contract and a player that's probably going to get moved within the year mm-hmm. may not be now might not be at the draft so what do you think about a potential Josh Anderson to move up in the, this year's draft it's not the worst. It's something that me and you as a podcast has talked about that his tenure, he, you, his tenure here would not outlast his contract. Um, we kind of knew that this was just a stepping stone for us to, to get something that was more for the future of this team. And, and I love that, you know, he, he wants to be here. Uh, loves playing here, all of that jazz, like him as a player. Um, But I don't mind it because I just have a lot of trust in uh, Jeff Hughes and uh, – I'm sorry, (laughs) Jeff Hughes, (laughs) Jeff Gordon and Kent Hughes. Uh, And I think that they'll they'll figure something out that will work towards bettering us as a unit. And um, I think, honestly, after I accepted it last year, that he wasn't going to be around that long. I never really, uh, like it wouldn't shock me. Like it just, it, it isn't something that like, if he moved on, I'd be like devastated. Like I've already accepted it. Um, and then Jeff Gordon's made some pretty, some pretty fire trades in, in the past. Um, I don't, I mean, he helped build the Bruins uh, Stanley cup team. Uh, look at the Rangers right now. Um I can't imagine him finessing and figuring out something that works great um, for, for uh, Josh Anderson. I'm sorry. Um, I was just kind of scouring some of these, some of these trades, but uh, yeah, dude, I'm all for it. Will he be missed by me? Yes. Personally love him, love him as a player. Uh, Can't pass worth a fuck, but I love, I love the energy he brings. Um, and then the nights that he does score, you might as well go put a fucking prop bet and see if because uh, he's going to score twice. He, he, it's something about <laughs> him. He's just going to be – he's a game changer on nights when he fucking scores. Uh, and he can bring that to any fucking team. He did it with Columbus. Uh, 
I think well, that one, his value is going to be high and they're going to find something perfect for us. I, I was having this discussion today, actually, with a friend of the podcast and a guest we need to get back on, Ryan Prout of Rabbit Habs. And we were talking about it and he, he said genuinely, he tweeted out, what, what, do you kind of, what do you think the trade value is? Like, what would you give up? for Josh Anderson. And my point is kind of this, and I, I was speaking about this with him. We had a good back and forth. Mm-hmm. Whether if you value Josh Anderson, you love him and you think he's a great player, you, you know, you're going to value him highly. If you don't like Josh Anderson as a player, you should at least recognize that a player like Josh Anderson, because I know a lot of fans don't like him, but regardless players Josh Anderson holds a lot of value among NHL GMs and the NHL circles and the NHL community. Okay. So regardless of if you like him or not, I see people saying, Oh, trade him for a seventh. You're an idiot. You're stupid because whether you like the way he plays or not, he has value and enough value for a team to offer a first and a prospect and get turned away at the trade deadline. Okay. I think T- Montreal should expect at least the first in a prospect now. Uh, if you're on both ends of that spectrum, that's what you should be expecting when you trade. As a fan, I mean. that like If that's what you get, you should be happy on both ends of the spectrum. Because like you said, you know when he scores, he scores big goals. He scores twice. He'll have great games. I'm a big believer that Josh Anderson does hold value. I think some people overvalue his grittiness and his toughness and his size and his skating ability, because you're right. He can't pass for shit. He doesn't have the greatest hockey IQ. He's injured a lot and he's inconsistent, but I will also say Josh Anderson has a lot of tools and we speak about this a lot with prospects and guys like Romanov. We'll want to get into a get about uh, maybe next episode. Josh Anderson has all the tools to succeed in the NHL. And I think it's a lot easier to develop hockey IQ and learn how to play the game at a more proficient level than it is to develop tools when you're in the national hockey league. Mm -hmm. It's not the, it's not the national development league. It's the national hockey league. If you have skill, you can learn how to use that skill. And for house fans who are hating on Josh Anderson or even for a team that might acquire him, I would assume they look at the same thing. I really do believe Josh Anderson is Chris, Chris Kreider light. And you look what Chris Kreider was doing two, three years ago. They have very similar skill set. Kreider's not a passer. Also keep in mind how hard this is for me to say, because that is my least favorite <laughs> player in all of hockey. But the guy scored 51 fucking goals this year. He put it together at eight at 31. Josh Anderson is 20, 28, 28, right? Yeah. Josh Anderson is 28 years old. Under a new, finally has a coach that seems to be working on development. The guy played under Tortorella for most of his, most of his career. Tortorella was, you know, he's a successful coach. He, he's probably going to go in the Hockey Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm notoriously bad with young guys. Okay. So 
I really do believe Josh Anderson is, is a guy that I'm not saying he will put it together. Josh and Josh Anderson very well may be who he is and that's fine because he still provides value. But when you have a guy with a tool set that he does, I think it's also a guy that can expand his value. So I don't think it's unreasonable for Habs fans to say, look, like they, we demand a first and a prospect or we demand an A-level prospect and a lower pick because Josh Anderson is a guy legitimately who, if he puts it together, that contract is a steal. So in saying all that, I know it's a really long-winded way to get to it. I really hope Kent Hughes finds a way to extract that value as best he can, whether that be invest one more year into him, see how he's doing. And if he, if he's playing really well this season and you see him as a part of your future, you keep him or you sell him at the trade deadline because he's playing so well and he's inflated his value. Or if you determine that Josh Anderson's value has peaked and you trade him now at the draft, I think if you really look at Montreal right now, outside of the three untouchables, Josh Anderson may be our biggest asset right now going into the draft day. No, I think you're right. Uh, there's an explosiveness with his game that is going to catch eyes on a lot of teams. Um, he's fun to watch. And if he's utilized right, I mean, great things can happen with him. Um, I was kind of just sitting back and looking at some of the the moves that Kent Hughes was a part of for, uh, for the Rangers. I mean, easy, easily probably the best one. Uh, was that Mika Zibanejad, uh trade over for just – and they got a second-round pick out of it to send Derek Brassard in a seventh uh, to Ottawa. And you go up a little bit and you run into um, – I mean, shit, it didn't work out for Anthony De, uh, D'Angelo, but they moved Derek Stepan and Auntie Ranta freed up some shit to bring in um, young D'Angelo in a first-round pick that turned out to be uh, the seventh overall. You, I mean, you keep fucking scrolling. Um, I mean, obviously, you know, if we if we go for, far enough up, we're going to run into uh, the Fox, the Fox deal. Uh, but, you know, I know Ryan McDonough, JT Miller moves over and I, he gets five, five pieces of two players that they couldn't they couldn't afford anymore. Uh, he trades a, a first and a second round uh, to get Keandre Miller, which was. I mean, look look at him now. Um, there's 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 just a lot that I I don't know. I I'm just really looking forward to seeing what he's capable of, and just a couple of these, or just a few that I've that I've looked over. Um, I, I'm nothing but excited about it because the way I see it is Josh Anderson may not be everyone's cup of tea, but a couple of teams are going to be like, this is the guy we need. And I'm looking at what he's capable of pulling uh, to get what he wants out of a team, like the Adam Fox deal or pulling uh, Jacob Truba to, to, uh, to move uh, the signing rights of Neil Pionk and their 2019 first round pick, which was 20 over 20th overall. Uh I think it's fantastic. I think there's just an upside. Like, yeah, we're going to lose like a key member of this team, but 
in his. But it's not going to be this team in two years, right? Exactly. And what he's capable of pulling out, you know, this little like he's digging in weeds and pulling out like sizable, great diamonds or gems. I think this is big. I think he can he can grab us something a lot better than what previous, you know, previous guys could have. I just think he's got a – I mean, everyone's got an eye for it. I just like digging through his, you know, former trades and being like, God damn, he brought that there. Like, yeah, that, that's sure. intense. So, um look forward to it. Just because we're, we're running low on time here, um, I want to uh, – I guess we'll just take this moment uh, in the worst transition I've had in a while to uh, share a message from our friends at DraftKings. Absolutely. Hockey fans, the pursuit of the Stanley Cup is on, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer for the most exciting playoffs, now finals in sports. The new new customers can bet $5 on, it says any team, but obviously it's either the Avs or the fucking Lightning, to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what, that's win or lose. You're looking to turn a small bet like me, into a big payday during the playoffs. With DraftKings, same game parlays, you can do just that. People, you can bet like fucking 10 cents. 10 cents is the, is the smallest you can fucking bet. But, I mean, for a dollar, you can win some fire shit. Uh, all you got to do is create your own parlay by combining multiple bets, like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more. It's your shot at an even bigger payout. Common sense, we've been saying the same ad read for about three months now. Uh, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. That's the biggest factor in all of this. Y'all remember, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what. It's promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. Um, I think this is the best time for people to get into uh, betting and gambling and this type of shit. You can bet basically nothing. Uh, if it ain't gonna hurt your, if it ain't gonna hurt your pocketbook, take a chance on it. Uh, I mean, a dollar can get you a hundred dollars on on some of this. So uh, that's the ad read, Mason. <laughs> that is absolutely beautiful. Um... <laughs> And I guess we're just going to end things off today because I think it'll be entertaining and we haven't really, we've talked about it, but I don't, I don't think we've had the time to fully get everything, but we, we know we're locked in now. We'll know by tomorrow how wrong or right we are. Well, look, let's, let's want to get you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. What's up? I just want to say, what is your prediction? Um, and the standing up final, I mean. In the final or game one? Final. Final. What do you think? Going in blind, no Going games Going in played. blind, no games played. My, my fucking brain is telling me to go with the Avs. Uh, I just refuse to bet on Tampa Bay. But there's something in my gut that's just like it's going to be Tampa Bay. But I'm once again forcing that down for the fucking third year in a row, and I'm fucking putting all the chips back in to the, uh, you know, the up and comers, I guess, 
you know, the challengers. I'm going with the the avalanche. I think uh Kale McCarr is gonna be the difference maker. I don't know. Somebody somebody on that team is gonna be uh a superstar by the end of this. Well, what what how many games? How many games? Game seven. Game, game seven. seven. Game seven, first overtime uh in a game seven. <coughs> it's gonna happen. This this honest. is this is a miracle type of uh this we're we're about to be blessed. People of Earth that are watching this, this is gonna be one of the greatest fucking Stanley Cups in history. You say that and it, so and it's a ball and burner, four games out. <laughs> so my heart my heart says the abs. And it's so close. You know, I would have been willing to say abs in seven, okay? But today, a tragedy occurred for everyone in the state of Colorado. Oh, the biz nasty. Paul Biz Nasty predicted that the Colorado Avalanche will lose in seven. And I love that you knew where I was going with that. <laughs> and Biz the, the has mush, mush God. Every single, literally all of his predictions this postseason have been incorrect so much so that he is bald because he had to shave the top of his head (laughs) due to a lost bet with Ryan Whitney, the savior of Canada, by the way, we're going to talk about that next episode. So therefore I have to say Tampa Bay and seven. Like I, I just feel, I just feel in my heart that you're right, but I just, dude, this is why, this is why it's important to read the the, the DraftKings stuff in the show notes, folks, because I won't bet with my brain. Like I said previously, I'm just contradicting myself. I know not to bet against Tampa, but I will because I refuse, <laughs> I refuse for this team to get any lock based off of me. Fair enough. Okay, well. But John Cooper is fire. I love John Cooper. So. Um, I think that's going to be it for today because I know both of us want to watch this game and I have to hop in a car to do so. So we'll have a longer episode. We'll have a longer episode for Monday. I'm off on the weekends now, so we'll have some time to record. And uh, we'll get we'll get to talk about uh, two. There will be two games that have been played. So we'll get to talk about that. We'll get to talk about some Habs stuff. We might, Corey, I don't know what your schedule is ahead of time, so we won't promise anything huge, but we might be in for a longer episode for you guys. Longer episode? Maybe uh, see if I can lock in a guest. Perfect. Well, give a little, give a little treat. If you want to uh, take him out, then, Corey, I've got yeah. nothing left today. Mason, go punch out, head back to the yard. <laughs> <laughs> anyway folks thank y'all so much for listening this has been Habs Nightly I'm sorry it was a short one but uh, I want to watch this game Mason's got to drive 30 minutes to go watch this game uh, thank y'all so much for listening this is Habs Nightly love y'all so much we'll talk to y'all again on Monday you're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network New shows every day. Find us at the hockey podcast network.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.